Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by travel blogger Tara Povey. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for chatting and I'm so excited about this one. Like ranch holidays have been on my bucket list for an extremely long time. I haven't done one yet, but you've been on three. (laughs) Yeah, three. Lucky enough, um, I kind of like grew up doing a bit of horse riding. Yeah. So I my first one I did when I was like maybe 17 in Canada. Nice. Um, but I've done two more in the US in more recent years and they're just like incredible holidays. What do they usually consist of? Um, So it depends, I guess, on how long you're staying there. Like during the peak season, they tend to do like week blocks or four day blocks in the summer. Mm -hmm. And they'll have like a full itinerary with different activities on it. Um, But it's kind of like an all inclusive holiday, but not in the sun, you know, like on a ranch instead. Um, So all your meals will be included, um, soft drinks. Some places will include like wine and beer. Others, they'll be extra. Um, And then you'll usually do like two rides a day, one in the morning, one in the evening or afternoon. Um, And then they'll have like various different activities, like, you know, singing around a campfire or square dancing, you know, different activities throughout the day or in the evening. Oh, it sounds like so much fun. (laughs) I would love this. How do you decide, I suppose, what ranch location to go to? Because there is many. Yeah, there's loads. They have them all across like the States and even like, you know, Canada, South America, they have ranch as well. Um, And yeah, it kind of depends on where you want to go. So I would kind of pick like an area of the States, if it's the States you want to go to that you're interested in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them are, you kind of would need to rent a car to get to all of them. Okay. So you might as well pick a destination where there's something that you want to see as well that maybe you could take a little road trip to for a couple of days either side. Um, but the ones that I've done have been Colorado and Texas, but they have them in California, Arizona, like there's loads of options, Utah. Texas kind of feels like the place you'd want to go to. Like that feels like the right place. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, Texas feels like the classic yeah, cowboy exactly. state, I suppose, like the Lone Star State. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's so big, like there's so many options. Um, but yeah, it is very like it's a very classic cowboy experience. So it's a great state to choose for a dude ranch stay. Do you need to like this might be a stupid question, but do you need to be able to ride a horse? Um, no, to be honest, like most of them will cater to absolute beginners as well because they have a lot of families staying there. So they'll have kids who maybe have never been on a horse before. So they're kind of used to all levels of rider. Um, so like when I went to Texas, there were a few people who hadn't been on a horse before and they usually will give you like a basic introductory sort of information or some of them won't and they'll just throw you on and see how you do. Um, but it's all very relaxed and there's always going to be, um, like a guide or a really capable rider with you anyway. What are some of the the tips you should kind of take on board before going? Um, It's it's different. Like, I mean, you can't really look at it like if you have horse ridden before, it's not the same experience. Uh, Western horse riding in the US is very different. It's more relaxed. Mm -hmm. Like people just ride in jeans. They don't wear helmets. Like... The saddle's different. The the way you horse ride there is totally different. Um, so if you're used to riding at home, maybe kind of open your mind to that style of riding when you mm-hmm. get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just like fully immerse yourself in the experience, like try all the activities they have, 
uh, try all the food, like take all the rides, don't skip any of them. I just think like just be fully open. And also a lot of the places won't have Wi-Fi. So don't bring any work with you. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Go ahead and muck out oh. some stables. <laughs> well, yeah, it depends on the ranch, but like yeah. most of them are in quite remote areas and mm. they might just have Wi-Fi in like one common area. So that can be an adjustment for some people, like a digital detox. Yeah. Um, and also, I guess it depends, like I'm vegetarian. I found it okay in the ranches that I stayed in, but obviously classically, like if you're in Texas or somewhere like that, they tend to focus more on meat. Mm-hmm. Um, so just make sure if you're going to book somewhere that you let them know if you have any dietary requirements before you go. That's a good idea because I'm a vegetarian as well. So I'd be I'd be interested in that too. Yeah, yeah. like I found it fine. Um, I think like I didn't have to tell the ranch in Texas that I was vegetarian. They were totally fine. And the ranch in Colorado, they had like a chef who was really quite modern and open to trying new things so they used to prepare really nice stuff for me um but I could imagine like if you hadn't told them in advance it could be a bit of an issue or if you like maybe vegan would be a little bit harder but not impossible what is a typical day like on a ranch Okay, so um, usually it depends on where you are, what you're doing, but you would wake up, obviously, if you're staying, like in Colorado, I stayed in the house because it was a much smaller ranch, but in Texas, they had like rooms outside the main ranch house. So you, you go to the main house, have your breakfast, or it depends, like in Texas, they had a cowboy breakfast where you would get on a hay bale ride Amazing. to like a... Yeah, <laughs> classic. Um, so you get on a hay bale ride out to this field and they have prepared like over flame, open flames, you know, like uh, like cowboys would on a trail, um, like beans and like bacon and that kind of thing. And you'd have your breakfast and then you'd like saddle up the horses or they'd be ready to go for you, depending on the ranch. Um, and then you'd go for a trail ride, maybe for an hour or two come back, maybe chill for an hour, have a shower, then have lunch in the communal area, then later on go for another trail ride. And then it's dinner time. And then there's probably like the dinner as well could be like under the stars. Like one night we had live performances um, and another hayride down to like a barbecue under the stars with picnic benches. And it was great. Um, And then it could be anything like you could go foraging, you could Mm -hmm. do a barn dance. uh, So bring your cowboy boots um, (laughs) or you could do like we had this incredible night in Colorado where they did like storytelling around a campfire and we all made s'mores. And that was like just really like Americana. I felt like I was in a movie. Amazing. Like it sounds like an active um, holiday as well. So really, you know, if you want to be lounging beside a pool, this might not be for you. Yeah, so like obviously the activities are optional. You don't have to get completely involved in everything. You could just do one ride in the morning and then kind of chill if you wanted that. Um, like not most of the dude ranches won't have a pool, but the Mayan <laughs> dude ranch I visited in Texas did have a pool. So it kind of there's a there's a ranch for everyone, you know. Yeah, it feels like um, a waste I'm, though if you're going to a ranch to to miss out on some of the activities. I think go. I think as you so say, too. But I suppose. Yeah. I don't know if there's a family group and True. people have different priorities, then there is like there's options. something for everyone. Yeah, exactly. What's the best way to book one? Should you go for a travel agent for this kind of holiday? 
Yeah, I think that's probably the easiest way to do it. Like if you want to do it your own way, like you can check out the Dude Ranchers Association website and they kind of will have a list of all the different dude ranches in different states around the US and kind of tell you a bit about them. And you can search based on like activities or your riding level or like dietary requirements even. Um, but yeah, I think the best way to do it and to get the best deal is to probably book through one of the American specialists like Tour America, American Holidays, American Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll know like the the best ranches and the best like fly drive, you know, deals that you can get. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It sounds so unbelievable. Think, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm going to have um, to look at it and, and take the chance and do it because I've been putting it off for so long because I kind of thought it was maybe a, di- a difficult one to do but now that you're talking about it, it actually sounds like something I must do <laughs> no like uh, there most like you can find a dude ranch that's like pretty close to the main city that you can fly into like when I stayed in the one in Texas that's only like an an hour from San Antonio or two hours from Austin and they both have major airports or the one in Colorado I stayed in the Sundance Trail that was only like an hour from Cheyenne in Wyoming or two hours from Denver in Colorado so like pick you know pick an accessible one so that it makes it easier for you you know yeah sounds great Tara Povey travel blogger thank you so much for chatting to us you're welcome thanks so much for having me